You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. The pride, passion, and pageantry of college football lives here. This is the Paul Feinbaum Show, Hour 3 Podcast. This might be college football, heaven. We are back, and it's always great as we uh, begin the second half of our program to welcome back to the program Coach Carl Reed from 24-7, one of the most sought-after voices in this platform to uh, get uh, his take. Uh, Coach, always good to see you. Can't wait to uh, dig in. Thank you very, very much. And I want to start with the after effects of this NCAA ruling, uh, essentially saying it's okay to do what everybody already thought it was okay to do, and that was pay out NIL money. Good afternoon. Well, Paul, what that rule did is it just basically put everybody on an equal playing field because you had some coaches that were doing it anyway, but you have a few guys that are trying to play by what the rules were, and now they've taken the gloves completely off. So now it's an opportunity for everybody to get really active in the NIL space. So if you're one of those coaches, uh, how does it affect what you do uh, now that nobody is going to stop you? Well, you have to get active with your collective. You have to decide who's going to get paid what, how much they're going to get paid, and what kind of scale are you going to use. It's very similar to an NFL model. You have to have some type of structure. How much money are you going to put forth from your collective for the offensive line? How bad do you need a quarterback? What does the defensive line get? And now it's going to put coaches in a position where they don't feel as handcuffed because they're allowed to be a part of it and nobody is going to enforce it. Coach, we both know, you know better than anyone, uh, how difficult it is to be a coach at this level. But there's a lot of, there, I'd say it's a narrative. I don't know if it's false or not. I tend to think it may be overdone uh, that coaches are fleeing college football uh, as head coaches. We, we, we had uh, you know, the situation with Chip Kelly. We've had you know, when some coaches go back to the NFL. Uh, do you think coaches are running away from college football right now? The bad narrative about it right now is everybody's making it seem like coaches are running away because transfer portal in the NIL. Coaches have been trying to get into the National Football League since we got the early signing period and the recruiting window shifted because of the schedule being completely out of whack. Now you're having to do official visits in the spring. You still have junior days. You have recruiting camps all summer. The college recruiting calendar has gotten so far out of hand that was the real reason why colleges started, coaches started running to the National Football League. It wasn't because of the transfer portal and it wasn't because of NIL, even though those are the latest things that makes it even more difficult to recruit now. But it started a while ago with the way the recruiting calendar was being handled. Coaches, we're in the process of, of changing that calendar. I'm, I know you've seen all the proposals and some of them are about to be enacted if they haven't already. Uh, what is the best way to do this? The best way to do this is for us. I saw a report today where they're talking about going to three signing periods. Now they're talking about putting one in June, December, and February. 
the best way to handle this is to go back to the way it was. One signing period in February. If they put a signing period in June, Paul, remember that I told you this, it's going to be catastrophic and it's going to create, it's going to multiply the chaos. Do you know how much coaching turnover you're going to have from June through December when you start talking about the course of a football season? New coaches are going to come in and they're going to drop and cut bait with guys that are signed. Guys that signed in June are going to want out of their in our, the, the national letter of intent. They're going to want to move to new schools, even if they have to use the transfer portal to do so. That would be a catastrophic move. And if I was advising a big-time college football pro prospect, there would be absolutely no way I would let them sign a national letter of intent in the month of June. We're talking to the coach and certainly a lot of big issues uh, going out there. Let me, let me do something that we rarely get a chance to do nowadays, Coach, and that's get to the practice field and get ready for the upcoming season. Uh, you, you've seen everything that has happened. There's still a few more changes to be made with the uh, next transfer portal window, but who are you high on this year as we get ready for the college football season? I, I'm really high on the University of Georgia, and that could be an easy pick. I think that Kirby Smart and his program had a really bad taste of their mouth when they were kicked out of the playoffs last year at the last minute after winning all of those games in a row. They're going to be as motivated as ever. Carson Beck is going to be a Heisman candidate going into the season. I look for the Georgia Bulldogs to be the heavy favorite. I'm really excited about them. I'm really excited about what Lane Kiffin has done at Ole Miss, the way that he's rebuilt his defense. The, some of the key recruits that he has. And it seems like Ole Miss is pushing all of their chips into the middle of the table. So coming from the SEC, I'm really excited about those two. Let me ask you about the one that everybody's curious about, and that's Alabama under Kalen DeBoer. What do you see there? Well, anytime you lose a coach like Nick Saban, who has been the greatest coach of our generation, there's going to be some change. And you have to adjust to that. A lot of people from the South don't really know Kalen DeBoer, but Kalen DeBoer has been one of the best football coaches at any level for a really long time. Back when he was an NAIA coach and he won four national championships, high school coaches from all over the country were going into Iowa to study offense with Kalen DeBoer. I think he's going to be a good, do a good job at the University of Alabama. Is he going to win seven national championships? I mean, nobody else has done that, Paul, except for one guy. Listen, I agree with you, and I think everyone also agrees uh, of what he's done. But what is his biggest challenge at Alabama other than succeeding Nick Saban? His biggest challenge at Alabama is going to be the following things. It's going to be, number one, the hostility of the fans when you don't have success. When, when you lose a game, the way that the fan base can turn on you on the pressure cooker that that program and that environment is, everything at a place like Washington is something new. Alabama expectation is national championship or bust. Number two, recruiting in the South is extremely different. The relationships that you have, the, the gatekeepers that are in control of a lot of the players, the high school coaches, the seven-on-seven -seven coaches, it's really an environment like most people don't know how to handle until they learn and understand how to deal with it. And the third thing is navigating the NIL space. Alabama, under the Saban era at the end, was not as competitive with some of the schools that were spending a lot of money on NIL. That's something that has to be fluid and continue to get worked out at the University of Alabama. We've talked about 
a couple of schools you're high on. Uh, let's keep this within the SEC just for the, for the time being. Which schools are you most concerned about this upcoming season? I'm the most concerned right now about the Florida Gators. The Florida Gators have struggled a lot, and I think that Billy Napier, the, the struggle that they're having down there is that they have not been able to get NIL going, and it's been catastrophic for them in recruiting. They don't have the depth. They don't have the talent that you see from a typical Florida Gators team. I think that Billy Napier was a strong hire at the time, but when athletic directors, search firm committee people, when you're looking at these jobs now, fundraising and being able to get your collective going is a huge part of the process, and they have not figured that out yet in Gainesville. So that's something that would be concerning to me going into this season from the SEC, the Florida Gators. Coach Reed never disappoints. Thank you so much, Coach. It's great to visit with you. Uh, nobody's better. We'll take a break. A lot to unpack the rest of the way. Ron Slay next hour on tonight's college basketball matchups, including one particular one in Knoxville. We are coming right back. Is your schedule too packed to see a doctor about your erectile dysfunction? Well, with Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. They're changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and entirely online. Just answer a series of questions and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you free. No insurance needed. So what are you waiting for? Join the hundreds of thousands of trusted HIMS subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash Paul. That's HIMS.com slash Paul for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash Paul. Hardments are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies on product and subscription plan. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. And we are back here as we continue. Richard is in Durham, North Carolina. Hello, Richard. Hey, Richard. Richard. Richard, are you there? Jack is up next in Savannah. Hello, Jack. Oh, how you doing, buddy? We are doing great. Thank you. Hey, guess what? Uh, Paul, I thought you care about your viewers. Because um, when you put up Iron Man picture, you remember that movie Shawshank Redemption? Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. You remember how that guy got out of jail when he crawled through that sewer 500 feet to get out that jail? That's what Iron Man looked at me 
in that new photograph. <laughs> he looked like somebody took a John Deere lawnmower and they and they used it for a barbershop. You know, so the dude got a great radio voice, but that face is made for radio. Paul, please, <laughs> please get another mugshot. And Paul, you have a great day, buddy. Hey, thank you very much. Uh, great to hear from you. Let's go to Chris up next in Alabama. Hello, Chris. Hey, Mr. Feinbaum. How are you today, sir? We are doing great. Thank you. From deep in the deep south today. And I did have some fried chicken today, just, just to let you know. Well, I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> hey, um, just wanted to call since uh, the previous caller mentioned I'm in. Um, I do have a another bone to pick with Mr. I-Man. Hopefully he's listening, and hopefully he will he will call here soon. Um, you know, he just he just carries his his antics and his his calls just way too far. And Monday he he carried it one more step too far. Uh, Monday, you know, he 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 just continue he just continued putting down. My university, the University of Alabama that I'm so proud of, continued to put down my coach, my coach Saban, and the whole university as a whole. And now he's hitting on the football team. I mean, the basketball team, excuse me. But he carries it one, one step too far. Now he's, now he's putting down Miss Terry. For what all is that, that Miss Terry and Coach Saban has done to, to not only to the, to the community, of the, uh, for, for Tuscaloosa, but for the whole state. Yeah, but you know something, Chris? Uh, every uh, I would say 99.9% of the public would agree with you. But I'm in, as I've said repeatedly, has an incurable disease. It's called Sabinitis. It is Sabinitis. And I'm here to tell you, I mean, I know that, I know that you're listening, and I know that you just can't wait to call. You've done nothing that just irritate folks. Your phone calls irritate folks. You do nothing but call and, and downgrade the University of, of Alabama. You don't talk one thing about Auburn University. Auburn fans, I'm sure, they can't stand to hear your voice. Auburn fans love their university. Auburn fans love their teams. I have family that are Auburn fans. They're very passionate about their teams. You aren't. You could care less about Auburn. You don't. You don't even. You couldn't even tell me the last five or six Auburn coaches right now that have lined up on the sideline since 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 Pat Dye took over. You probably couldn't do it live on air if asked. So why don't you just do us all a favor, I'm in, and quit calling this show. All you do is call just to hear your voice. You want to hear your voice. You want to hear how you get under everybody's little fingernails and get on everybody's nerves. You have nothing that's relevant to sports to say. You've never had anything relevant to sports. Now you're picking on Alabama's basketball team, how they trailed by 40-some points to Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky's got about four or five players that are over seven feet tall, and Alabama's players right now, they have maybe one that's over seven feet tall. They took it to us. They beat the living tar out of us in their place. I accept that. I'm not saying that they didn't, but Alabama showed a bunch of character. They stopped. They didn't stop playing. That they, they averaged. Uh, they scored what they averaged. So, why don't you just stop 
stay in your little hole in Montgomery, root for your little Lee town, your Lee County Barners football team, if you want to call it, which they're not going to do anything this upcoming season that they didn't do this past season. So if you're out there, why don't you just go ahead and call and just let me have it? Because from now on, if, if I'm able to, and I know I don't call a lot, but I do listen a lot. But but for these, but for people like you that like to call in and just bash your your rivals fans and think you're just getting away with it and like to take it out on Paul Feinbaum on his great show and just think nobody else is going to call in, I want, I want to challenge the other fans, the other, uh, the other Alabama fans out there. I know Legend does and Jerome and other fans like that. When you hear Amin's voice on this, on this airway, call in, and maybe you can get patched through and just lay into this idiot that likes to call himself an Auburn fan. And really, all he is is just a darn Barner, which which everybody knows what Barners are. But Paul, thank you, thank you uh, for the time. Roll Tide, and welcome. Hey, and, and Chris, Paul. let me thank you for for being honest and, and passionate, especially what you said about Miss Terry. Yes, she she showed so much passion. Especially, maybe not early in in Coach Saban's career, you didn't really see her a lot, but she showed so much passion for her players, and and players just loved her and for the community, and for him. No, we heard that all. We remember when we were talking to Terry and Arnold near the end of the season. uh, That's exactly what he said. Chris, thank you very very much, and we uh, we are in your debt for for that. Thank you. Thanks a lot. I man is up next. Well, Paul, you had all the power in the world to put me in on with that jackass, but you didn't. Well, I, I think I he said what he had to that. say. I don't think he needed a, a food fight over his uh, passion. He didn't need a rebuttal unless you want to produce a rebuttal. Is that what it is? You trying to you trying to semi-produce today, and you trying to protect the bammer? You know what? Nick Saban and Miss Terry could not pass a lie detector test that the NCAA would give them. I would almost be willing to bet on that. All the all the lying and the cheat that goes on at that school, and you know what? There may be four billion Chinamen that don't like me, but you know what, Paul? I really don't care. I don't. I don't care if the Alabama fans don't. You know what? I don't care if the Auburn fans don't like me because I'm a free thinking individual, and I will be a free thinking individual as long as I live in the great state of Alabama and the United States of America because I have that right. I have that right. And his last time, listen what I, to the Bama Jackass. The last time I recognized anything on this show it was called a driven show. You had your say. You can do anything you want to with your five minutes of fame, dude. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. I don't get wrapped up. I, you know, I don't have this free form love for something that just because I root for a team. I, I just don't have that sellout mentality that you do for your coach. Oh, he's the one. This may be the greatest damn coaching job he's ever done. You don't know that. You don't know a damn thing about what you're talking about. It's simply an opinion. And the last time I, I was at the nursery, every one of them babies in there same, had the same opinion hole you do. It's kind of normal. You got the same opinion hole as a newborn, and you know what? 
I don't care. I don't care about your opinion. It means nothing. I don't care if you don't like me. You didn't send me a damn birthday card last year anyway. I don't care if you think I'm not an Auburn fan. I don't care if you think I'm a Vanderbilt fan. I don't care if you think I'm a Vanderbilt You know what? I really don't give a damn what you think. Do you understand that? Is that real plain? That's not an opinion. That is a fact. And as long as I got a breath in me, you don't have to pry this gun out of my cold, dead fingers. You got to take this telephone away from my ass because I'm going to call every day for the rest of Paul Feinbaum's natural life on this radio show. And if you don't like my calls, call in and spew your venom just like you did five minutes ago. Because you're more than welcome, my friend. Oh, then we have a good day. Cheerleader is up next. Paul, Paul, I take off for a few days, and I come back, and it's like there's a cussing contest going on your show (laughs) from all ages of people, and I just didn't think you did much of that, but that's all right. That's all right. And the only reason you let I-Man on is because people like the caller Chris, they all talk about him, so I'm not going to talk about him. Now, what's up your sleeve today, Paul? Oh, not much. Uh, I was having a really good day until a minute ago. Yeah, well, I'm going to try to bring bring the level up for you to have a good time. I got in on the tail end of the conversation about the Kentucky fight in the locker room. Right. Did anybody get hurt? Uh, I really didn't. I mean, I just saw a couple of clips on social media. It was pretty, it was pretty vicious, but then again, these are football players, so... They probably can oh, okay. handle a few smacks. Spring, spring practice football players. Yeah. Okay. Well, there, by, by the way, the and fight was not re- on the field. The fight was in the locker room, and one of the guys just—I <laughs> mean, he—he he dropped the other guy like uh, like Hulk Hogan <laughs> dropping Ric Flair. Hey, hey, Paul, do you want me to bring back an old old name in Birmingham? I wish you would. I was I was just in a home, and there was the most beautiful, delightful photo of Bear Bryant and Raymond Contrai. Do you remember Mr. Oh, Contrai? Of course I knew uh, Mr. Contrai. He was a legend. Uh, he was an absolute legend and uh, he had. there was a lot of memorabilia about him and I, I think I'm saying this correct that uh, all the cronies, the Coca-Cola people and the Golden Flake people and Mr. Contrai and all those, they'd all get together and have their cocktail hour at the uh, Contra Brothers gift basket at an East Lake. No, that was that, that, that was, was the most. They, he, he was. <laughs> I mean, in Birmingham. Uh, I haven't lived there in a while, but uh, that was truly a a legendary uh, individual. And <laughs> in what he's hey, hey, we're up against a break. Thanks so much, uh, cheerleader. We uh, have a lot to do in the final ninety minutes. We hope you'll stick around. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. It's been an eventful show already, and we're still around for 90 more minutes. Yeah. Wow. That, uh, that, that guy who took Iman down, and then... Uh, I man's response, uh, Randy, have you ever heard him that emotional? No. He was distraught. I mean, he must have still been out on a uh, Freon call when he made that. Legend is next. Oh, Black Hat Incorporated in the house, baby. <laughs> What's going on with Black Hat, brother? What's oh, up, man, man, we're having a time. Man, you are, man. I tell you what, I'm going to say this to Chris about Alabama, put that ass whooping on I, man. Man, don't worry about that fool. Everybody knows that dude don't know anything about football. The dude is, he's just burnt out. He's a burnout. He's a burnout. I mean, all you got to do is take one look at his new mug shot. You know the flea and tick shampoo ain't working. It ain't working. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't working. Get the back-scratching birth on! Get the back-scratching birth on! Now, please, only get faster! I mean, the flea and tick shampoo ain't working, dude. Go get some Photoshop or something. I mean, I know I'm not eye candy. I'm more like eye broccoli. But you're more like eye beets or something, dude. I mean, come on. Go do some Photoshop. And nobody gives a damn what you think about Alabama. Miss Terry's a queen. And Nick Saban's a friggin' king. And you ought to be locked up in a padded cell and fed noodles one time a day. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it, Chris. Ain't nobody listening to that with yellow, yellow wood fool. Ain't nobody listening to him. Dude bleaches his anus four times a week. That's why he's so bad. Don't worry about it. Big game in Ole Miss tonight, Paul. Big game. We need this one, don't we? Oh, yeah. Big one. Yep. I hope I hope they don't uh, practice on a zone or something this week. I hope he did something, a zone or something, they don't do something. Big win for Kentucky last night, Paul. I know you was impressed. You back on the Kentucky. Party. Oh, yeah. I, I am I am forever on. I mean, that was quite an ending, wasn't it? Man, I tell you what, they, they do good by putting Shepard at point guard. I said a couple of weeks ago they don't have a true point guard, but uh, Shepard's proving me wrong. He's dangerous. At the point. Man, he is. He reminds me of Tyler Hero. He really does. Yeah. That dude's special, man. I mean, Kentucky got a chance. They kind of, you know, march all about guards, and Kentucky is absolutely loaded in guards, man. I mean, maybe, maybe Big Blue, maybe. Hey, Paul, what do you think tonight? Tennessee minus seven and a half against Auburn. Is that a good bet? I go and lay some money on that one. What do you think? I, I, you tell me. Uh, I mean, I, I, I can't figure this Auburn team out. No, I can't either. I hope Tennessee beat them by 50 tonight. <laughs> Woo, I hope the deck goes for 48 tonight. 49 like Bernard King and Ernie Grunfield all in one time. Beat the hell out of them tonight, Tennessee. Hey, Paul, you know why Saban wouldn't let them coaches talk, don't you? You know why what? he wouldn't do that, don't you? Why's that? 
You know he ain't gonna let Pete go to talk. Me and you would have toasted him. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah, he didn't want Pete going up there asking, uh, did you hear Paul Feinbaum's show this week? Those callers want to run you up town. They go, no, hell no. Dick was smart. Dick wasn't going to let them idiots get up there and talk. He knew he had some idiots down there. I tell you what, though, Paul, I'm excited about this new Alabama D.C. on Womack. Uh, I like, I like him, him, man. You know, South Alabama had the 15th best uh, defense in the nation statistically last year. I really like that 4-2-5. I think Alabama got kind of hung up in that 4-3-3-4 base defense of saving. I, I really like the change here. I really do. I like it a lot, man. Hey, Paul, I had a dream last night that Daryl and Stetson Bennett came to my door, knocking on my door, man. I looked out there, and they were selling Girl Scouts cookies. I turned my Doberman loose on them. I woke up thinking, why in the world would I think something like that? Why would I have a dream like that? Then it dawned on me, a dream represents something. I look at Georgia and some Girl Scout cookie sellers. <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> Talk about you, the gold standard. That's some fake-ass gold. That's some gold-plated. If you the gold standard, dude, that's some gold-plated. Y'all better check that gold. It ain't 14 carat. Hell no. You don't get beat one, two, three in the ring eight out of nine times to claim you're a gold stander. Wake the hell up, moron. And I appreciate you, Diane, from Tennessee. If I get off a black cat for Larry, a black cat for G, black cat incorporated in the house, baby. I man, get you some of that new flea and tick shampoo, dude. <laughs> Them fleas are running wild on you. Running wild. Elvis has left the building. Johnny B is up next. I didn't know where the show was going when it began, but I'll never smoke weed with Snoop from Kentucky again. It's been a pretty eventful show, hasn't it? It has been. I like the I like that guy. Uh, whatever weed he smoked in 2017 that he just came out of, uh, I need to get me and Randy a dose of that. I believe that might straighten everything out. And I'm worried about. Uh, I looked up. I was looking up the definition of confusion earlier in the dictionary and it said Dwayne's dog trying to understand what he's saying is now the new <laughs> definition of confusion. Yeah, he the, the one that was allegedly a lab that sounded more like a chihuahua. <laughs> yeah. Lap dog, like Jim. He's a oh, yeah. lap dog. Right. I wonder if that guy that called in a while ago that said he's like Jim's third cousin felt that ass kick and I put on Jim the other day. It, uh, it you know, Johnny, I, I love you, man, but I, I'm, I don't know if I can ever forgive you for, for running Jim off the show. Uh, you know, I, I don't feel bad about it, but uh, I do have a bone <laughs> pick with Jim. I mean, you, you didn't know, have to like, go. Uh, I mean, there's a, there's a kicking and there, uh, I mean, you, 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 didn't have to, you didn't have to stuff him in the garbage can. Well, you know, that's where he belongs. He's trash. But I got a bone pick with Daryl. You know, most people, Daryl calls in and he sounds like Cleveland from the family guy. And uh, he's, you know, got him a haircut. And, you know, when Samson's hair got cut, he got weak. Well, when Cleveland, Daryl there's hair got cut, he got stupid. Because that five color list he had was as lame as it can be. You know, I've got a new one. And I think Snoop should be number one. John from Missouri, number two. Peggy from Tennessee, Terry from Arkansas, and my good buddy AJ rounding out the top five because they can bring it. 
Is that your better call? That's a little bit better. Well, well done. Well done. Hey, I got one more thing. Okay, one more. You remember when Rich Rod was supposed to come to Alabama? I remember it well. Oh, me too. I'll never forget it. I pre-ordered a thousand scripted A sombreros. <laughs> and the very next day, they were gonna. I was gonna be in T town, and I was gonna get rich. And then before I woke up the next day, I'd lost about all my money. So I was gonna send them off on a tax break overseas, like they do the Auburn shirts, because nobody wants to buy them. And these Indonesia, just here about two or three weeks ago, I get this thing back, and it's a COD. And them Indonesian kids that sent all my hats back. They did. That was how bad they hated to look. So that didn't go over very well. But anyway. I'm done enjoying the show. I need to get up with Snoop again. We're going to redo the show. Well done. Todd is up next. Hey, Paul. It's starting to be a good show today, bro. Yeah, we're, we're, we're back on track. Hey, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, Paul, you might need to be coming on back down here. And, uh, look, we'll set you up a building in Alabaster. Because all these big cities, I heard one man, one dumbass, call in about global warming over there in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's coming to Charlotte, so you might as well get out of there and come on down here. But, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, out of here, uh, not not far away from being out of here. Yeah, and I, I want to address Daryl about what Kirby taught saving. Uh, Daryl, he taught you one damn, saving one damn thing when it's 4th and 12, 305 to go in the game, tied up. And you got all three of your damn timeouts. Don't throw fields in the game and go for it on fourth and twelve. He taught every damn body that. But anyway, Paul, uh, uh, I don't believe you're gonna be a crane operator for that woman up there. You're gonna have to go into management. And uh, but Paul, when are you thinking about getting back down here to Alabama? Uh, ask my wife. It might be tomorrow. Well, we'll set your ass up quick with your building over here. I, I, when I was in that hospital, them folks over at Alabaster love you to death. Well, thank but you. Let me, say one, let me say one more thing, Paul. All you Democrats can go straight to hell. I don't know if he was talking to you or not, Augie, before he got run, but uh, Augie is next. Paul, have you been keeping up with the Alabama Supreme Court ruling on uh, IVF? I think everyone has. I think what they need to do is the Alabama Supreme Court needs to pass a law that says people in Alabama, especially them that call your show, should not be allowed to procreate. Because those last two guys who called, Paul, I got a new top five caller list. Uh, They just set back the state of Alabama on every list there is when it comes to ranking states. But, but, but Augie, uh, when it comes to the politics of the state, can you really do that? Why not? Let's just, we, we got to stop these allegations. No, I mean, like, but can you really from- set it back anymore, is my question. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right about that. Uh, so you're not. You're I mean, out- I can't tell you how many times I've heard about a politician in Alabama or a court ruling or some where somebody says, uh, I mean, you can't go any lower. And there's always, there's well, always another bottom. Thankfully. Thankfully for Alabama, there is Louisiana and Mississippi. So I'm not boasting here. Trust me, Paul. But, God, these guys who call your show, they need to not be allowed to donate sperm. And if they have any eggs on ice, they need to just put them out in the sun. But um, isn't it ironic, Paul? AJ calls in, and he does a good imitation of John from Louisville, doesn't he? He really does. Yeah, it's fantastic. 
But isn't it ironic that he sounds more intelligent imitating John from St. Louis than himself? I mean, AJ's best call ever was the first time he called in imitating uh, John. Hey, uh, hate to run, Augie. We're late on a break. Got Ron Slay coming up here in a minute. More of your phone calls right after this. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Yeah, it's been an eventful afternoon as we uh, head toward the evening, and Handsome Joe is up next. Roll tie roll, Paul Feinbaum. You know what? All right, no good show today, Paul. Thank you. And it's a, it's a, it's a. I watched. I didn't watch that game last night, Davidson to Dayton, and it, it was, you know, kind of a blowout. It wasn't that good. But Avery Johnson, you know, Alabama's ex. Basketball coach was one of the announcers in it. I didn't know that. I didn't know what he was doing these days. But I got out this morning, Paul, and I, you know, I've got up. Some days I get out and I take me a walk around the neighborhood, and I forgot that we got a big torrential downfall coming today. Yeah. And, and I was about a mile, probably about a half a mile from my house, and I was walking up on it, and that, I mean, it just started pouring down. I mean, it just, I mean, it was like buckets of rain coming down. I didn't have my rain suit on, none of that. And I'm like, well, they don't need, well, I can't run anyway. But anyway, I was up on top of the hill, Paul, and the grass, my feet slipped. And I went down that hill, and there's a little bitty ditch right before you get to the road. And I slid down that hill, Paul, and I landed up on both. When I hit the ditch, I just landed up on both feet and just kept on walking like nothing happened. I mean, I look like Derek Jeter sliding home, except... That was great. How did you do that? I don't know, Paul. Luckily, I was on grass, and it was wet, so it didn't hurt, you know, it didn't hurt to fall because I fell on my backside. And I slid, I mean, at least 50 50 feet at least, 50, 60 feet, maybe maybe more than that. You might be on the bobsled team at the, the Winter Olympics in a couple of years. Hey, I might do it. I just might do that, Paul. And these people that worry about our man, don't worry about our man. I mean, he's, he's, he likes his team. He don't bother me. He don't bother. You know, I was raised around Auburn people and, you know, some, and they were passionate, and we would fight each other all the time. You, you can you can hate the team, but don't never hate the fans. I mean, because that's just – so, I mean, he's all right. When our man says he really don't care what anybody says, he really don't care what anybody thinks. And I don't either, Paul. You, you spend too much time on earth worried about what other people think about you because there's always going to be somebody 
that's disgruntled with you, ain't gonna like you what you do, and that's just part of life. That's just part of it. just you know, ten thousand ones it does. But I'm in all right with me. AJ's all right. And but Todd, I'm starting to like Todd. Todd's becoming one of my favorite callers now. It's, you know, he's he gets a little passionate sometimes, especially when he gets starts bringing politics in. But hey, I still like Todd. He's 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 becoming a superstar in my book. So I gotta say that. And when Augie calls in, Paul. I mean, my skin crawls every time I just hear hear his voice. And all we need to worry about laws down in Louisiana, and don't worry about laws in Alabama, because we don't want him up here anyhow. He probably ain't gonna come here anyhow, and I sure ain't going to New Orleans no time soon. But anyway, Paul, you have a good, one, my brother, and I'll talk to you tomorrow, my man. Well, thank you so very much for calling. Uh, Brad is up next uh, in Macon. Uh, hello, Brad. Hey, Mr. Cole, how's it going, brother? We are doing great, thank you. Hey, uh, Carl Reed Jr., your best guest ever. He's amazing. By far, not even close. Uh, giving you my top five and save me one minute for Dwayne in Louisiana. Sure, go right ahead. Uh, for, first alternate, Jay from Mobile. He is the most passionate fan. Susie from Georgia is the class of your show. Squirrel, the moral conscience of your show. Joe from Red Bay couldn't have picked a nicer guy. He's awesome. Augie. He's got his facts in. He's also entertaining, but he, he's intelligent. He knows what he's talking about, in my opinion. But your two best callers, AJ, and and I'm saying this, you don't like everything the guy says, but you got to respect it, and that is Mr. Legend. So those are my top five. What do you think about that, Paul? That's a great list, uh, Brad. I am, uh, I'm down on that list. That's cool. Dwayne from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something, Dwayne. What you have, even if you pay $2,000, which is cheap, is a Belgian Malois. <laughs> and these dogs are the most intelligent dogs on this whole entire planet. They are cadaver dogs. They are drug-sniffing dogs. They are security dogs. Thank you for listening to the best of the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Watch the Paul Feinbaum Show weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on the SEC Network. Plus, you can listen and watch on the ESPN app.